Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 22 of the Prosperity Project. I am Jennifer, and this is my husband, Matt. Hi there. <laughs> What an introduction. And today's topic, we're talking about eight ways. I'm going to give you eight strategies and ways to choose what you really want in life, which is so critical. We are leading a mastermind in the background. We've been leading it for, it's going on nearly 40 days. And I'll, I'll probably tell you this story many, many times over the next couple of weeks. But we created this mastermind. And one of the topics is encouraging people to decide what they really, really want in a non-Spice Girl kind of way. It's a very difficult thing to answer, though. Well, exactly. And we're going to tackle it on today's episode. So if I haven't asked you already, Matt, I know I haven't. How was your week? Tell us about your week. The week has been really good. You know, I've been doing my workouts in a slightly different way. Mm. Over the last week, I've been tweaking different things around the form and I've been loving my exercises. <laughs> I know, you've got that sparkle in your it's, eyes again, haven't it's you? It's just been excellent. I went through a phase maybe a month ago where... I found that I was kind of sucking the routine of my exercise. So I was still doing it. I was still going out and doing the lifting, but I wasn't excited yeah, by it. Yeah, we can't And <laughs> um, then I found my way back to enjoying it. And then I tweaked it a little bit and focused a little bit on form and variation. Mm. And this last week has been excellent. I it's know. just been really good. You've been enjoying it. I've been doing some Peloton. I mentioned that in last week's episode that um, I've got the app on my phone. I don't have a Peloton bike. We have just a normal kind of exercise bikes it's not quite the same thing but I am really enjoying that app so I've been doing that for my workouts and also it's not just workouts we do we've got two small boys so I've been working during the week we've actually had quite a productive and yeah everything's moving forward really nicely just some nice days with the boys and we're on a half term up here in Scotland right now the sun has actually just come out as we've started talking um, so it's going to be fun the next week we've got the boys around and no doubt. I think we're going to have plenty of movie nights and we need to get outside while it's still nice out as well. Yeah, absolutely. We'll take advantage of the weather. Also, Nathan decided that he wanted to do his YouTube channel. Me and Nathan used to have a channel where we would record ourselves playing video games, just the audio over the top. And Nathan wanted to start to make a gaming channel himself. Yeah, so we've yeah. repurposed that and he's produced a couple of videos. So know, he's God quite bless. enjoying that. And he's also taken up reading quite extensively yeah, as well. So suddenly he? he's found a couple of books that he's really <laughs> liking. So he's just churning through those. He's like his mother. I oh, How often am I just sitting meeting? That's my, how that's often my are we getting Amazon deliveries of books? <laughs> I, I'm not responsible for it. How many times have you said to me, right, that's it. I've got enough books. I'm not no, buying I have. anymore. I have. And people, I accept books. So if you want to send me books, any audience members, absolutely. I can't buy them. I'm stopping myself from buying, but I can receive them and enjoy. I like a physical book. I like to highlight. I like to underline. But anyway, I digress. Today's topic, we want to help you with that. Really one of the big life questions. And I think as you get deeper into experiencing different parts of your life you know I'm towards the end of my 30s Matt you've just touched on your 40s so we're getting there we've got a family we've done some stuff we've done a couple of different jobs and you come back to this question it should be a daily question really how do you, do you choose what you want in life so prosperity our passion project about teaching and coaching and educating about prosperity is all about figuring out that personal life path for you but here's the cat it doesn't be it doesn't need to be that you set it once and that's you 
Like that would be, I don't really think life would be that fun if when I was 18, I decided what I wanted to do. Because I think if you were 18 and you were told, right, you must decide what you're going to do for the next 90 years, I think life would be pretty boring. Because I know if the choices I made when I was 15 or 16 or 20, if I'd stuck to them, well, I've done a number of things over my life, it'd be pretty boring. I wouldn't have led such a variety of different options and fun things. And so it's all about actually in that moment, even on a daily basis, going, what is the next right thing? What do I feel that I'm being led or inspired to? And it all comes down to really feeling those moments of joy. So, and I know like with any major life choices, it's not that easy, but how can we just keep that momentum going to make sure you're really showing up in your daily life, but also you're meant to have fun. You're meant to have health, wealth, and well-being. How do we keep true to that, to overflow, to feel gratitude for what we have and then being generous with the abundance that we do have. So let me give you the first strategy. If if you're searching with this question right now, how do I know, especially right now as You know, we could be looking at another kind of form of lockdown. So you might have a little bit more restricted time on your hands, maybe a wee bit more housebound. How do you know what you really want to do in life? We've probably grown up quite a lot with a heavy influence of what other people thought we should do. I didn't really grow up with that too much, as long as I wasn't going to, you know, I don't know what I was just say as an example. I wasn't going to run away and join the circus. Um, but everything I wanted to do, I had the freedom to do, especially as being a woman right now. My gran or my great gran certainly didn't have as many choices as I do. But when you come to this question, how do you first initially start to even attempt to answer this question? I think it's really difficult. I think it's difficult because it's like when you go shopping. When you have a lot of choice, yeah. it's really difficult to narrow it down. I think that's why someone like Aldi does so well. You only <laughs> I get, love an Aldi shop. <laughs> well, if you go to look at the curry sauces, you probably have about four options. Yep. There's a chicken tikka, there's a korma, and there's uh, the, the basics. Yeah, there's a javrezi and there's something a bit more <laughs> spicy, but you get about four options. Yep. Whereas if you go into a Tesco's or Sainsbury's or somewhere, then there's multiple bays of it and you just have so much to choose from and it's difficult to work out what you like. Mm. And I think that sometimes we can get stuck in seeing so much choice. And especially when you're looking at what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with yeah. your days? It's more choice than just the amount of curries on the shelf. <laughs> There's infinite possibilities. There is. And, and therefore, I think it becomes difficult. And sometimes it's easy to get bogged down by yeah. working out what exactly you want to do. Yeah. And so I really, when I was searching for this podcast on the best strategies, I'm going to give you incredibly practical things. So this is a podcast episode please do have your journal or notebook and pen. There's going to be things that will strike you as that you want to try out. So use this time for a little bit of learning. So the first thing I'm going to suggest to you, I've been using it quite a lot in life for a couple of years and it's a concept called writing out your ideal day or the flip side is what's called just morning pages. So I'll talk about morning pages first of all. So if you have any question in your life, the best guidance you will get is your own guidance okay so not anyone else's I truly believe you have all the resources all the knowledge all the the access to information based on your past experience and what you know about the world within you to find the solution or not the definite solution but the step one of the solution okay so if the question is you know how do I know what I want to do as a next stage of my life ask yourself and write down 
the answer. And while I'm while I'm particularly keen about morning pages, it's a concept from a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. I use it, I use it first thing in the morning, most mornings. It's kind of a really nice meditational downloading of what's in your brain. So the concept of, of morning pages, the first thing you do is you go to a pen and paper, you get, you know, a drink of water and you sit down and you write whatever is in your head. So it could be that you're writing about all your worries and your anxiety about the day, things you want to do, questions you have about, you know, what's coming anything at there is no wrong answer you just keep writing and it'll take you about 15 to 20 minutes and the whole point is that you don't just do it for five minutes you get past that kind of block in your head that will say okay this is the answers that I think I should write you'll end up writing gobbledygook but at some point you'll kind of hit that sweet spot where you've got past all your worries and all your thoughts about what's going on around in life about you and then you'll actually get insight hopefully to the questions that you're thinking about or the next steps so for example I remember doing this technique when we still had car finance you know loans and things and actually in the pages I was thinking about what's just the next step we can take on our money journey you know I was thinking and then all of a sudden it popped out it was like pay off your car loans and I'm like all right, that kind of makes sense. Okay, we'll do that. And that's been one of the greatest blessings that we always have cars now that are, you know, nobody else owns. We can use them and buy and sell and do what we want. So that's the first technique, morning pages. The flip side of that is knowing what you want to do in life. Okay, show me your schedule. What would your schedule look like if you could do anything that would feel fun now obviously we don't want to hurt others or do anything like that talking about what you would do so would you get up at six o'clock in the morning and do some yoga or meditation would you get up at 11 o'clock in the morning and read a book would you work for the vets or the doctors like literally what feels like it would be fun well I think you need to look at with that particular scenario it's quite difficult to really pan it out until you say to yourself what if I was provided with everything I could possibly want yes. from a material point of view and money was not an option? So I get the house, the car, the lifestyle, and let's say you're a couple of years down the line after you've done a bunch of travels. Yep. So you've got a lot of these kind of, I guess, bucket list things out the way. Yep. So they're done. Now what do you do? You twiddle in your thumbs, <laughs> you've got all the money, you've got all the time. Yep. What do you choose to do? See, I really love this because I think we do this sometimes naturally as well. I think it's really good fun that you should have like the blank canvas. Like on a day, like maybe when the boys are away with my parents, I'm very in tune with actually just going with the flow. Now listen, I'm a Virgo, okay? So that tends to mean I like a schedule. I like being organized. I like to know what happens in my day. But I actually really enjoy the days where I go, right, what feels good to do right now? For example, it could well be, you know, I sit and I read something that's wholesome. I get in the gym. I'm really enjoying cycling. Like, let, do you see how very quickly it becomes, oh, what's the next thing that would feel great? I love when you suggest when we'd be great for sushi. Sushi is my favorite thing in the Yeah, world. I know. You, you enjoy so, that. It's random and stuff. so I was so excited because after this podcast, Matt said to me this morning, do you want sushi? And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. That would be, so literally, what are the little nuggets of joy that mean that life just feels on fire and here's what happens when it's choosing what you want to do with your life you need to have a balance between doing stuff that's fun for you but part of your human DNA longs for connection and fulfillment and giving with other people that's one of the key pieces if you were meant to be on an island with nobody else and just do stuff that you wanted 
that wouldn't probably give you much fulfillment. You'd probably end up quite sad and lonely. So the whole point is sharing also some talent as well. So deep dive, find out the talents that would be fun for you, like sharing knowledge about prosperity or whatever it is. And also, while you're asking yourself these questions, while you're writing down your morning pages, which is something I haven't done, but I you can imagine should. it would start off with me saying, I've got this pen, I've got this paper, <laughs> exactly. I've got no idea why I'm sitting here, and now my foot's a bit itchy. That's and actually, it. That's I had exactly a really good write. dream last night, I'm looking forward to our work, and then suddenly I can see how it then flows from sitting there feeling a bit lost and just writing about, I don't yeah. even know what I'm doing, am I wasting my time, to then random thoughts coming Absolutely. out and the longer you do it for the more time you spend on it in that session mm. the more your brain just continues to pour out what's Absolutely. happening yeah. so that makes sense to me the also ideal day absolutely that's a wonderful thing but also another piece of that asking yourself questions is to say to yourself what don't I want to do yes what things yes. do I Love want to technique. exclude because the thing about prosperity and the life that you want to lead is that it can be and should be different to other people. Yes. You might actually really love your nine to five. Absolutely. You might find a Absolutely. lot of fulfillment in the progression maybe that you're making. You might really enjoy the people that you're working with. Yep. You might enjoy the results that you're producing as part of your job. You might really, really love that. And therefore shifting that away from um, what you're doing to some kind of side hustle or some kind of fantasy job. I well, mean, actually, I'll be right for you. You might be already living the ideal career for mm, you mm. and maybe it's just the supplementary pieces but that's where you say to yourself what don't I want mm. and then the great thing about when you don't want things is that it's very easy to start to exclude some of those mm. so if you hate your day job yes. then it's a bit more difficult to change in an instant yes. but you can absolutely look for alternative employment and work towards one day whatever it is you really want mm. but there'll be other things in your life maybe that you don't want and it shouldn't be that difficult to remove a few of these things. Absolutely. And that's how you start to not only have these ideas about what you want, but start to make progress within them. Absolutely. That, that is actually one of the easiest things you've nailed it on the head. Write down what you don't want. And it can be, okay, so I don't have a clue what the next thing is, but I do know that actually I'm working with these people and I don't want to work with crappy people anymore. I want or I don't to... want to do night shifts or whatever Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like name it, name it and claim it, okay? So name the things that don't work in your life and then decide, right, I'm going to do the opposite. So actually, I did this exercise this morning, would you believe? So you? Um, I am reading, rereading probably for about the third or fourth time, one of my favorite prosperity books, Old School. I keep mentioning her on the podcast it's called open your mind to prosperity by Catherine ponder it was written in the 70s okay so it is old school but it's still beautifully written and she actually uses this technique and says start doing that if you just feel like there's a niggle like you know there's something in me that's waiting to come out i'm ready for the next level she says write down what you do not want and guess what the flip side of it will be what you should be going for and say what things make you feel that way so this morning and I was really kind of thinking, okay, let's try this. And I wrote down that I would love, we were, we were thinking about maybe, you know, our next home, what that would look like. And the flip side was that I really wanted to 
put take care and attention in this home. I felt inspired that, you know, I'll go around, maybe wash the floors or maybe I've been looking for things to make it beautiful. So we got flowers a couple of days ago with the boys and I and you, we went to shops and I said, no, I want to get flowers because to me that just makes, it just makes the world feel a little bit more beautiful in the home, right? Well, what you don't need to do is wait for this kind of ultimate day when suddenly you have the things no, no, or no, the stuff or the life. Things. You can, if you want your house to be beautiful, even if you aren't living in the house which has the number of rooms that you require or the location yep. or the features, the fact is that you still want to feel good about your home and therefore what you shouldn't do is sit back and say, well, we'll just make do mm-hmm. until we can afford to get what we're looking for. Mm. Instead, make the best of it rather than make do. Absolutely. And so those little nuggets that you might get, even if he, if life isn't terrible and you're like, no, I really enjoy it, but actually what's the next level? You can do that. Do that with how to work out what the next thing is. If you feel that life isn't how you want it, you're just uncomfortable, don't enjoy it. I want something new, exciting. Do that flip, right? What you don't want, because default is human nature. We are programmed to probably think of the negative first and then boom, score that all out and write the positive. And what I would say is you're using all these techniques as a a vision for what you want. So there's a a very wise old wisdom statement, which is, of course, um, without a vision, the people perish. And that's true. If you don't have a vision, a glimpse of what feels right for you, then how do you know when you're working towards something? You know, we talk about the gym and moving our bodies quite a lot because it's very tangible, okay? I can't really say that my cooking's improving because everyone just eats it regardless. We have this comedy moment in our house called a fish surprise dinner, which it never includes fish, but it always feels a bit hodgepodge. Well, I think it's because it started with you trying to make a hodgepodge meal out of, you had fish in the exactly, fridge I just threw and something. you thought, I don't really know what I'm going to do with it, so I'll cook the fish and i throw some other stuff. And you did it for times it never worked um, it always no. came out as this hodgepodge of stuff that didn't really work together and often you'd throw it in with some weird accessory things right play this down Matthew play this down well we had a fish surprise the other day actually we'll get off on a tangent but we'll do it anyway and you brought some rice which wasn't rice it was veg rice people so you know it had carrot it was basically it was like quinoa yeah, carrot and yeah. anyway it was terrible <laughs> It was terrible. And we had that with some chicken and it ended up being, it felt like a fish surprise. We had pudding after. (laughs) It's basically... Anyway, back on point. Yeah, so that's the point. So like get something, if you don't know what a vision is, even for one area of your life, how can you actually see that you are achieving stuff? You might think, oh, I, I'm not achieving anything. And we equate that with financial success. Yeah, but what actually if you've managed to take your life from one situation to another with your fitness or your connection with people or your contribution, okay? So have start to take pride in the ability of the options that you have right now in whatever form they are and describe the vision for yourself. And I actually like to say, you know, have that even rough outline of things that would feel good and remind yourself of it keep it quite special in a journal read it a couple of times a day you'll actually start to reprogram your mind and thoughts because rather than think oh this is all I have this is the circumstance that's all around me you actually start to feel like what you want is achievable and that's the secret okay feeling emotions lead to you actually taking action a lot of the time when we feel crappy you tend to do actions that back up you feeling crappy if you feel good you tend to want to seek out more actions that make you feel good and it's okay not to have your whole future figured out 
Okay, especially important, whatever stage you're at, whether you're 15 listening to this or 55 or 75, you are allowed not to have it all figured out. That is the beautiful pattern of life. We are not meant to be in charge 100%. I believe people will come into your life that you're not expecting. I believe circumstances will come in, but I do believe you've just got to take the 95 or 90% of at least saying, oh, this would feel good. So that then brings me on to point number three, the third way that I believe you can really start to define what you want in life. It's as simple as stop taking advice from people who are less successful from than you, okay, or have lower ambitions. Too often I see people asking the public, if you like, if you remember, I want to be a millionaire where they used to ask the public opinion on the best answer. Your life is not meant to be the sum of 10 people, five people closest around you, their best solution for you. We need to stop looking to other people for the solutions to our problems. We do that, well not we do, but people do that far too much. They look around and they second guess themselves and they ask people around them and they say, what do you think and what do you think? But look, before you ask anybody anything, look at that person and say, would you trade your life for this? Oh, that's powerful. If you wouldn't, then don't ask them because. <laughs> well, no, you get yeah, yeah. In some, if you wouldn't trade life, you wouldn't trade elements. So, so maybe you won't want to trade your entire life. But if you wouldn't want to trade one element with theirs, mm. then that's not an area that you ask them a question about. Mm. If someone maybe isn't where you'd want to be in fitness, so you don't aspire to be them, mm. then you wouldn't ask them about fitness. No, it would be silly to do so. Else, exactly. you, maybe they have skills somewhere else. So. I'm not saying exclude someone entirely if you wouldn't want to live their life, but you wouldn't ask them a question where maybe you don't see them thriving Mm. in a particular area. You wouldn't ask the person that's significantly overweight and never done any exercise Mm. how to train for a marathon. Absolutely. So you don't go around asking people's opinions. Don't even take on board people's opinions where maybe you start to do something and suddenly these people have a view on what you're doing, whether Mm. you should be doing it, how you might succeed. People often will put you down if they find that they can't do the same things as you are. They don't have the same drive or motivation. And also what you do is you put yourself in a position where you're not going to allow yourself to excel and grow because the advice you get, the opinions you get won't be encouraging. They won't be uplifting and they won't be valuable to you. Yeah, spot on. I think it's so important. I talk about, you know, we've talked about this vision or inspiration that you'll have. I think in those early stages when you're new to something that you think, oh, this could be good for me, develop me, maybe push me out of my comfort zone. I think it's okay to kind of keep that not secret, but sacred. I think it's okay to not double check it with five other people before you start making action. I think almost if it feels good that it could really be something that could open up for you and change your life, why not start taking the actions for a week or 10 days and see? Because the other thing is it prevents you from embarrassment if it all goes a bit belly up and it's not meant to be as well. But the other flip side is you can then announce it to the world when you started to make progress. You can be like, well, you know, I downloaded Couch to 5K and actually, well, I've been doing that for the past week and if, and people could go, oh, that's, you know, that's really good. You've obviously, you've come, and you see you're learning to get your commitment muscle as well. You've chosen a path of what you want to do and you're not allowing anyone to maybe nudge that confidence. So at the start of any new thing that you decide, 
you know what it's like. You're like, yes, this is the next thing. I can totally do this. Maybe a wee bit of hesitation. But I guarantee a lot of the time, sometimes it's when we ask public opinion that those doubts start to creep in. Oh, have you thought about that? Ah, but you know, somebody hurt their left pinky when they were running and you shouldn't and very quickly it starts diluting and then what if that was a thing that was actually the leap board to the next destination for you so absolutely you should focus on getting advice only where it's from people that have actually maybe been there done it or ahead so as you mentioned about the running there talking to someone that maybe started running themselves Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. is now a capable runner well you might get some tips and hints that will help you to be a better runner to avoid maybe some of the pain points along the way and that's where the value of advice can come from Mm -hmm. but what you shouldn't be doing is asking people that have no idea because it will then be opinion based about your ability rather than advice and uplifting and and everything else I think uh, to stress the point it's not don't tell anyone ever when you're starting to do something new, it's be selective. Think about who your cheerleaders are. Could be your partner, it could be your sister, it could be your long term. Think about who's going to say, Do you know what? I'm going to support you in at least trying. And if it all goes belly up, don't worry, I'm going to forget about it as well. So that would be one of my key things. When you're starting to choose what you really want in life, hold on to the inspirational ideas, your vision, and put in some actions before you start to announce to the world because I really want you to have the confidence and success and I truly believe you get personal inspiration personal actions for you whether it be you learn it does work or it doesn't work and that leads me on to the fourth point another great way to know what you really want to do is would you volunteer or shadow someone for free with the thing that you're thinking about doing? So this is particularly great if you're thinking about changing career. Have you ever thought about actually volunteering for a couple of hours to see if you like it? Now, why I say volunteer is the connotation is that you won't get paid for it. So often people, when they're thinking about doing something different or maybe starting up a new job, they're looking for, oh, is there a way to actually get that job full time? What if that job's not for you? So a great way is to dip your toe in and volunteer. Like there's so many jobs that you absolutely, somebody would say, you know, could I work for you for two, three, four hours for a couple of weekends? They would jump upon you if it was for, you know, it was to add value to their business. So have, could you do that in your life? Let's say for me, one of the things that maybe I want to do is, I know I want to write more books, but let's imagine if I wanted to be a a coach working in schools with young people. Have I thought about then maybe offering my services, even just for one afternoon, dip my toe in. And if I don't like it, guess what? I've got the inspiration. I've got the experience to say, no, that's not quite the sweet spot yet. And yeah, as you mentioned, not just volunteering, but potentially shadowing somebody. So there could be someone that you know. Often when we're thinking about things we'd like to do, we end up pinpointing on one or two people that we've ever known or met at some point and think that they are leading a life or they have a job or something that's quite interesting. And you can often just reach out to these people and say, is there any way that I can shadow you or Mm -hmm. you can talk me through your day or you can just get basically a much clearer insight into what it takes to do that to work out whether it's for you. Because in life, you can often think that something's a good idea and then you do it in practice and some things can be even more awesome than you thought they were going to be. And some things can suck. (laughs) 
Sonic <laughs> can just be not for you at all. Absolutely. And it's not because you're not trying. It's not because you're not willing to persist and put in the effort, mm. but you just don't like it. <laughs> so it's a great tool, a really good tool to do that. And that leads me on to the next point as well. If you believe you want to make a different change with your life, maybe even quite a dramatic one, how about actually starting to build up a little pot of money to make that happen? So a lot of people feel restricted and stuck in their current circumstance. And one of the very common deal breakers to moving forward, I guess you can guess it off the top of your head. It's right? money, isn't it? It's money. Always money. It's always money. And actually, I think people use it as an excuse not to try, but we'll get there. Okay, so if you feel you want to do something different in your life, let's say you want to feel like you want to start a musical instrument or take up dancing or painting. How about without even putting in the action, why don't you start, you open a little savings pot, even have a physical pot in your house for spare change. Why don't we make a buffer of money that will allow us to do that? Let's take away money, time being the default excuse. So I actually call this a new opportunities fund, but you can use it in so many different circumstances. Traditionally, if you wanted to maybe change career or go traveling, well, you need money set aside to do that, okay? We not, don't just need our time, we need the resources. So why not do that very action? If you want to do something different in your life, just start saving up. You might not know exactly what it's for, but create that new account and you're ready for it. I think it's one of those things actually that people don't do often enough. Mm. They have maybe ideas and thoughts and dreams of things they want to explore, but they're never actually doing anything with it. Mm. And because sometimes it can maybe seem a little bit difficult, a little bit far away and not knowing how to jump from now to that point, Mm. you end up doing nothing. But actually you can start to put a little bit of money away towards it. If you want to change careers, but you know that while you're in a training period, maybe you're on less money, then you can start saving today to build up that buffer of money to support you during that training period. There's lots of ways to make things happen. And if finances are getting in the way, what are you doing today to help yourself to get to that place? Because it's not going to magically change. Nope. If you need to go on trainee pay for a particular role. So I think some things like policemen and firemen and things like that, you're on a lower pay for a period of time. Not saying everybody wants to do that, but if you (laughs) did, then you might say, well, that money's less than I'm currently getting Mm. and I can't support myself. But what if you found that maybe it was 300 pounds a month different to what you're earning? Mm -hmm. Well, over the next year, six months, maybe two years, it depends on what your budget allows, but you could save up that money to make you survive during that training period so you can last it out. Absolutely, perfect. And you know, that's you have this fund, even if you don't know what the next step is, how great would that be? This kind of next day fund or new opportunity that comes along and you're ready. You're not letting money stop you back. So really do think about that. It could be a really super fun way that you just keep in your mind that you're doing that with all your you know options in life. You're thinking about using your time to decide what you really want to do next and also your money. You've got this little pot of money. And with that, I think one of the best bits of advice that we've learned on this journey is try to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I love this one. There's this a, is my favorite thing. <laughs> there's a really good YouTube channel that it's not on right now. Well, it's not producing as many videos now. It's called The Yes Theory. So if you're on YouTube, have a look at these group of guys. I don't think they've got any girls on it. It's a group of guys, isn't it? Only? It's a group of guys. They, guys. they run it, but also then they do things with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a great channel. They've got many, many but their slogan is seek discomfort so they will it's part of their concept they actually travel the world and do different things and and maybe like one day they'll have no money and 
go somewhere or they might go to the, the most remote country in the world. Like, uh, uh, so diverse. But their whole philosophy is that little group. And they really have become wonderful men. Like, they're very well attuned with what's going on in the world and very varied lives. But their thing is, well, if I'm uncomfortable... I'm going to learn, I'm going to, you know, do something different. I'm going to experience that. Do you know what the greatest thing sometimes in life is when you learn something new or even better, you learn something new about yourself. And that's what I see in each one of their videos. And that's what I see every time I do something out of my comfort zone. Like if you followed me, I talk about running. Trust me, I'm not a runner, right? But I did the app. I did Couch to 5K to prove otherwise. I've started cycling, doing, oh, it's like um, Soul Cycle. It's so much fun. And you came in today and I was, I'm like bombing away. I'm really enjoying it. So you never know when your discomfort will turn into the next thing that you're meant to do in life. The thing about finding yourself in an uncomfortable place is that you end up achieving things that you didn't think were possible. Mm. And that's the whole point. You've got to put yourself out of your own comfort zones in order to grow and in order to develop. Mm. At the moment, you're probably going to a nine-to-five job, whether it's in the office or home-based, and that's comfortable. And you wake up at a particular time, and your days and your weeks are probably fairly similar to the ones that went before it yeah. and the ones that will follow. But what if you put yourself in a slightly uncomfortable situation? Mm. What if you handed in your notice? Oh, I know. Right. Ideally, you'd have a little bit of a buffer in the bank. But if you hand in yeah. your notice, because you don't like your job, so you hand in your notice. Well, now you're uncomfortable. But off the back of that, potentially you could end up with the most amazing opportunities turn mm. up. Now, obviously, we're in a um, little bit of a COVID crisis, so maybe there's not <laughs> as much opportunity day, no? right now. But the point is that by putting yourself in an uncomfortable position, you can often make the best of the circumstance. Mm. You can often find that you're more capable than you realized of something, that you're more resourceful and that you can make things happen. And that's really the way that you get to test your own capabilities, yeah. the way that you grow, not just mentally, but potentially physically yes. and emotionally. It's just a wonderful thing. The thing is, if you're comfortable, then you aren't moving forward for yes, the most part. Exactly, you're exactly. just ticking over doing the same stuff again and again. And ultimately, if that's a life that you really enjoy, mm. then good for you and great and keep on. Yep. But if you're not, then you have to become uncomfortable. Mm. Um, it's the same as if you're not comfortable with your health and your well-being mm. and your body shape and everything else, then you have to make yourself uncomfortable mm. And then off the back of that, then once you start to exercise and you get through that little bit of uncomfortable, that you eventually become comfortable with how that feels. And then you become better at it. And then you bypass that problem. And then you can move on to the next one. So maybe the life lesson is uh, the best advice. Seek discomfort. Just like that tagline for that YouTube channel, the Yes Theory. Looking at the things and going, oh, what maybe puts me in the heebie-jeebies? <laughs> What well, maybe thinks, oh, I'm not sure how I could do that. Here's the thing. Maybe the things that are presenting is feeling a bit awkward. Maybe the world is meant to give you the resources that you didn't know you were capable of having in your life. You know, if it is leaving your job, maybe the world was meant to show you that actually you don't need that particular source of income, but there was actually five other sources of income that are going to show up as a result. So it's a really powerful thing to do. Write out a list, just in the same way as the things you don't want and the things that you do. Maybe there's some things that would make you just feel a little bit uncomfortable if you were to really take some big steps. And that leads us on to the next point. You know, life is uncertain. 
as in nobody, and I talk about the stock market a lot on the Mama Farfur channel. I love talking about stock market, investing, budgeting, but nobody can predict the future. We can think what we think is going to happen and what we, you know, looking by the past. And, but okay, who actually predicted COVID-19? Um, I don't think anybody. No, nobody did. Well, actually, did. Bill Gates <laughs> said there was going to be something happening at some point. But, yeah, but come but, on. Yeah, That's like me no saying somebody's going to cry. Or where or anything else. <laughs> exactly. So go with it. Life will not go to plan as much. You know, we'd like it to. We, there's a phrase that says basically good things when they happen out of the blue are called surprises. When things happen that we don't want, they're called problems. So life is that up and down. Go with it often you're nudged in the direction that opens up the next thing that you want to do don't be the person that is standing still though you know being someone who I'll just go wherever the world takes me take the guidance from what you believe feels right take the power back and allow the uncertainty of life or even the excitement of endless possibilities allow that to open up to you and that brings me on to the final point the eighth way that you can choose what you really want in life and it's a simple one and we all will all probably struggle with it and I'm going to assume actually we will probably be struggling with this point far more than any of our ancestors before and it's overcome distractions and just stop procrastinating so how do you know what you really want in life well you need to give yourself time to sit with your thoughts and inspiration you need to stop being distracted by the latest bing on your phone or the endless to-do list or putting it off to another day there's only two days that matter in your life today and then the days that you create ahead okay so it's all about every single day taking even one percent kaizen as they say towards the life that feels good that you know that you want to create you just need to stop overthinking, mm. stop planning, stop get organizing. Get out of your own way. <laughs> just get on. Yes. Do something. It doesn't make a difference what it is. Now, if you absolutely have no idea at all, then research. Mm. But research what the first step is and then do then the do step. Yep. Stop researching the entire process because you know what? You might get halfway through and decide that you don't like it. Or you might go some of the way through and find that you want a variation and therefore you're creating your own path in a particular area. So just work out how to do the one or two steps ahead and then get them done. If you want a YouTube channel, then make a banner, make a picture and then record a damn video. Don't worry about how much of the keywords you know how to do or how to best place yourself or how many people watch you. Make a video, Absolutely. put it online. If you want to write a blog, then get a domain, get some hosting and write some words and put them online. No one's going to find you anyway <laughs> for a period of time. <laughs> It'll so take just you get on whatever it happens to be. If you're worried about health and fitness and you think, oh, I want to run a marathon, but I've never run before. Well, just go outside or go on a treadmill and start putting your feet in front of the other one for a period of time at a pace that you feel like is comfortable, but maybe slightly challenging. Absolutely. And if that's a brisk walk, then great. You're doing something. You're one step closer. Don't research kind of how your best training program for a marathon. Worry about how to get your feet moving mm -hmm. and how to get yourself in 
the I guess the mind space and the flow of making things happen and what you'll often find is once you get started with something that you end up with the snowball effect of your abilities your confidence your knowledge just grows by itself and then you end up getting faster and faster towards the goal but it's taking those steps that's the important part absolutely and so that's it get the summary is get out of your own way sometimes we get stuck on this question oh what am I meant to do oh I don't know okay so I'll just I'll just not do anything no just literally do something if you want to start a YouTube channel or blog do the first step okay here's the gift of the first step you want to have a YouTube channel as someone who's done that step pick up a camera stop researching tags and keywords for your first video make the first video that you feel inspired to make and also don't say to yourself oh well I need this particular camera at this price I need this thing just pick up your phone put the camera in the right orientation, make sure you're on landscape and (laughs) And then just press record and start talking. And do it and tell them that Prosperity Project told you to do it. And you know, I love the title of our podcast because why not take this week as your personal Prosperity Project? Why not? And we'll give you permission. You take seven days and you attempt some of the things we've suggested about to get the next level up for your life. Think about doing that brain dump with morning pages. Think about just working on your own inspiration, not telling anyone else until you've taken a couple of actions towards it. Think about the one thing that you believe you could do and you don't need to be worldwide famous. You could just be incredibly great at your one little thing and it brings you joy. I'm going to really challenge challenge you to do that this week and I'd love to know how you get on with that challenge we'd love your emails we have an email address don't we we do have an email address what is it it's not prosperityproject at mamafurfer.com that will be it (laughs) you can send us emails we'd love to hear from you and especially today if you have enjoyed the episode why not hit subscribe you always get our podcast directly to your phone give us a little five star review always very thankful for them and also share with a couple of other people if you like exactly if you feel they could do with a little boost to just step into the next level of life that's what we're here for so thank you so much for listening if you've made it this far in the podcast why not check out the other 21 episodes here's the thing though if we hadn't been uncomfortable and started this podcast a couple of months ago you wouldn't be on episode 22 with us now so it's all about just do the motions just turn up and so thank you so much for listening if you have enjoyed Matt and I I've got a couple of things you can check out I have a YouTube channel called Mama Furfer we also have a family channel behind the scenes here at Life With Us called The Kempson House um, and I've got a couple of books and products that you can find out if you check out my channel as well so thank you so much for listening today we'll speak to you very soon